Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hey, everybody. How you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the Broad Street Hockey Post Game. My name is Bill Matz. I'm your director of fun and games for the evening. Woo! A nice opening night victory. Home opener. First game of the season. John Tortorella, 1-0 as Flyers coach. Hard to complain about tonight's game. I uh, saw a lot of things I did like. Um, they were aggressive, definitely. Took a few penalties being aggressive, but that's to be accepted. That's to be expected. Uh, I, they seem to have a shoot-first mentality, especially as the game got going. A little bit of overpassing early in the game. Uh, but for the most part, love seeing Travis Konechny rip the puck. I love seeing guys uh, attack the net as they did. And I think my favorite part of the game was the scrums. I really, I mean, the, the goals are cool. Uh, Morgan Frost scoring a pair is great, especially for my, uh, my Morgan Frost clean slate season. He has now got one game played in his NHL career and has two goals. Uh, just being out in the situation he was out in to be credited with that empty net goal is huge. I think Morgan Frost and Travis Konechny are the guys who stand to benefit the most from John Tortorella. Uh, I think he can make them the complete players they need to be and also remind them that they need to be fucking aggressive. And they were tonight, uh, obviously not a perfect game. Devils outshot and outchanced them. Carter Hart with a lot of big saves after the, uh, I mean, that first goal, uh, pretty leaky there by Carter Hart. Sure, he would want that one back. Uh, The second one, maybe he could have been up on his feet and taken away the top of the net, but there was a ton of traffic, and that was an absolute snipe. Not going to really blame him for that one. Would have been cool if he stopped it. But overall, a ton of big saves for Hart. I'm pleased with what I saw. Uh, I still don't know, you know, oh, playoffs, Stanley Cup. I'm I'm not there. But, man, it's, it's, it's fun to watch the team and not hate them for a night. I know most of us were hoping... You know, I, I've said how many times I hope they go 082 and 0 and you know, end up with the first pick, tank for Bedard, all that stuff. Sure, that is in the long term interest of this team. But after the last two seasons, I want to enjoy watching hockey and I enjoyed watching tonight's game. Uh, I, I don't, you know, I do this after pretty much every single game and uh, I don't want it to be a goddamn drag. And if tonight was any indication, it will not be a goddamn drag. And that's that's all we can ask for at this point. And let's let the chips fall as they will with this season. You know, as the season carries on, we'll start probably looking towards the bigger picture more. But for one night, for all the people who actually paid to go to that game, looked like a pretty good atmosphere, pretty good crowd. Good for you and good for the Flyers, uh, at least for one night. You know, keep the good vibes going in this city. Eagles undefeated. They're playing Dallas this week. Phil's in the playoffs, coming home for their first playoff game uh, since 2011. And the Flyers are uh, participating in the excitement. So hard to hate on that. All right. It's uh, as you know, this isn't my show. 
this is your show to talk to me. So let's get to the speaker requests. Let's lead it off with Hunter Moyer. What's going on tonight, Hunter? Uh, nothing much. How are you? Very well, very well. Bill, I wanted to point out, you currently have, according to my phone, it says 62 people viewing. That's going to be more than the Coyotes have in their stadium this year. So congrats. <laughs> Do you think? I, like, I think it's going to be pretty filled uh, in Arizona. Like, I think it's just going to be an interesting, cool atmosphere that people are going to want to see, at least early on. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think. But, yeah, it's, I know it's, uh, it's a 5,000-seat stadium. Yeah, exactly. I, I get what you're yeah. saying, yeah. But um, I kind of wanted to point out some things. Um, that you guys have went over in the off season. Um, as far as like seeing how good our young players are, it's hard for me to where I draw the line. Um, because if our scouts go out and see these kids and they're playing well, and then they come to the organization, and they just take a shit. Like, I don't like, where does the line fall? Like, does, is that on our scouting or is that on the kids just not playing up to their expectations? I think it's uh, it's a cop-out to say both. But I, while the scouting has left something to be desired, I mean, they haven't really hit on somebody. I mean, Travis Konechny, for the spot he was drafted in, is basically exactly what you're looking for. Uh, Ivan Provorov has been up and down. Hey, look, Sandheim's here for the next decade, so he must be good. But no, for, for the most part, I think they've been mediocre. They've been average at drafting, and the development is just as big of an issue as the uh, actual like talent evaluation, because we always say the draft is a crapshoot. Well, there's no way they've just missed this like luck of the draw. Uh, you know, the, the, you know, the law of averages says they would have hit on somebody and they just yeah, haven't. Yeah, so like, yeah. I think there is a, a bigger disconnect with uh, the actual development than we've given, you know, we tend to just blame the GM and the drafting when, there's probably an issue with bringing young players along too. Yeah. And as far as the game goes tonight, I think I saw something the flyers do that I haven't seen in probably like four years is they use the behind the net pass. How about it? I mean, it's, it's the simplest goddamn thing in the world. Wayne Gretzky has more goals and more assists than everyone else. And that's his office. I don't know. Maybe there's something to it. That's, you know, maybe there's something to it. Be behind the net. The goalie can't see you. Yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. And I don't know if you saw um, in the first there, uh, D'Angelo was on the ground fighting with someone behind the net, and then they quickly panned over to Delorier, and he was on a fucking mission yes. to go hunt that guy down, dude. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, he was like being held back, like a like a bar fight. Like he was like, I'm getting in there. No, it was the scrums and all that stuff. It was it was good to see the energy and everything. We've kind of you know we don't. They're not a good team. They won tonight. That's awesome. But I just want to see that shit. Like be professionals. Take some pride in what you're doing out there. When there's a scrum in front of your net, beat somebody up. And we're seeing that a little bit. Yeah. Last quick thing. I think if they hold on to what Tort says is is use the small things first before anything else. That's key. I mean, they move their feet a lot. Uh, Connect Me was a huge part of that on the power play, always moving. Um, and, yeah, the scrums and stuff like that, just, you know, the small things matter to this team right now. Not uh, playoffs, not any of that long-term stuff. So I appreciate it, Bill. All right. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, thanks a lot, Hunter. Good to hear from one of our, uh, one of our regulars. Let's get to uh, – I don't know. Oh, Steph's here. I'm going to let Steph in. What's going on tonight, I'm Steph? Still- um, I've hit the let me speak button so many times that my phone was yelling at me. 
I, I, I'm on the. There's finally a Spotify Live desktop app, but it's like it's the size of a mobile app, and it's really hard to navigate. Like I'm going to end up doing this on my phone all year because I'm like on the trackpad struggling with it. Oh, that's annoying. Well, I'm in the car with Kelly Hinkle. How, how was the atmosphere down there? That's what I wanted to know. Was it Kelly? You vibes, talked about the vibes. Vibes, immaculate, immaculate vibes. So good. The place was full, absolutely full, and a lot of super. Fans, but... There were a lot of Devils fans, but I think that's to be expected. Um, and I mean, the fact that there are even a lot of Devils fans in existence is kind of surprising. But hey, it's for the ones that do exist. It's not exactly a long trek. Not a long drive. All thirty-seven of them were there, I think. Yeah. Um, so I the one the one thing that I would like to say is Morgan Frost colon NHL player. We've been saying. I know you've been saying, but you now I'm us, saying. You told us that we were stupid. Well, yes, I did. But as of tonight, he has scored two hockey goals in the 2022-23 season. So no. he is an NHL player. This is- we should be letting each other go. Oh, yeah. We're trying to get out of the parking lot. <laughs> so we're having a good time. Everyone yes. just... Let's we, just... We oh do a zipper, idiot. Jesus Christ. I'm going- All right. Let me... Uh- let me get to some calls here if you guys want to hang out. Please feel We're free. Hang. All right. Excellent. Let's go to uh, Stephen P. What's going on, Stephen? Hey, Bill. How's it going tonight? Very well. Very well. Um, I, I, I don't want to speak for everyone, but my God, I just felt like after the last 14, 16 months, just kind of needed a game like this. Um, yeah. It's been and, – and nothing that happened, you know, tonight changes anything I think about the – team long term or even right now but it was just it was just nice to sit back watch a fun hockey game watch Carter Hart play pretty well watch some of the kids put up some goals uh it's just just for one night it was just kind of nice to get away from everything else around the team it was yeah that's we deserved a good game you know it, it has just been so brutal um since Christ, since the second round against the Islanders, basically, in 2020, it's been brutal. And we got a we got a little bit of a little bit of at least a reprieve tonight. Yeah. Um fun to watch the Flyers opening night win. I just got one question before I hop off. Um any thoughts on Kevin Hayes tonight? I know he's coming off all these injuries and it's it's you know one of the things along with all the how the kids come along this year is how he looks because he's still signed long-term. I was pretty happy with how he played, but I just thought I'd get your uh, thoughts on that. So thanks for having me, Bill. Have a great night. You got it. Thanks. Yeah, I thought Kevin Hayes looked like Kevin Hayes tonight. Uh, he, he looked like he was around the puck a lot. He was that puck magnet that we like to see. He made that awesome play on the uh, dish for the assist at the, uh, at the blue line. Kevin Hayes looks healthy. Yeah, I thought he looked absolutely fantastic, and I love – what they're putting together there with him and Farabee um, and you know, the other guy. Um, the other thing that I wanted to say, I cannot believe that Flyers fans booed Ryan Ellis. Like I, I expected silence. I was not expecting a cheer, but I also was not expecting a very audible boo for Ryan Ellis. I was shocked. 
See, I didn't catch any of the pregame stuff. Like, the stream on Hulu didn't start until, like, 10 seconds before puck drop. It just kept saying upcoming. Uh-huh. And then when I clicked on it, it was like, and we're here at the game. Let's go. Oh, my God. So, so I didn't see any of that. He got straight up booed. He That's got straight hilarious. up booed. Like and, like, hearty boo. it was a hearty boo. It was loud. And his face, like, oh, he heard it. And he was just as surprised as we were. Like, I literally gasped and put my hands up to my mouth because I could not believe they were booing this man. Um, Tony D'Angelo got a good, Tony D'Angelo got a good, a good mixed boo of cheers. Um, boo of cheers. Let me over dickhead. Let her over dickhead. Um, who else? Tortorella got the loudest applause of the night. So we are the Philadelphia John Tortorella's. Yeah, I mean, we all. We all. Know. I've been saying on the. I've been saying on the show for weeks. For since they hired him, we're gonna love Tortorella because he's gonna punish the players the way we want to see them punished. We're mad at everybody. He's an outsider who's coming in to basically discipline the team, and we're for that because they need it. Yeah, and Carter Hart. Carter Hart was the other very loud cheer from the crowd. Everyone else was just like golf claps. Eh, that's to be expected. We still love Hart. Uh, I'm gonna go to uh, I'm gonna go to Nikki Hall here. He's been waiting. What's going on, Nikki? Hey, hey. What's going on? How are you tonight? Good to hear from you. It's good to hear from you too. And it's also good to hear from both Steph and Kelly was also with her. Yes, yes. Kelly uh, driving. I, it sounds like as Steph uh, as Steph commentates. <laughs> um, that is in yeah, fact exactly the situation. Things. Sorry. Um, yeah, a couple, uh, a few things I should say. Um, yeah, that whole booing thing, I heard about that. I was just like, in the same state of disbelief. I'm just like, is this fan base serious? Like, yeah, you know, he, I'm fine with it, honestly. Um, he, it's not his fault he got hurt, but people are frustrated with the whole situation. He was the centerpiece of, uh, of last year's offseason and last year went the way it went in part because they didn't have a top pair defense. And, you know, it's it might not be fair to him, but it's not fair to us either as fans that we saw him play four fucking games. This is very, very true. Um, yeah, I kind of did want to talk about that. Not the opening frame, but like the first, like the early first period, how we were taken penalties. I'm like, we got to kind of tighten up there. Like I, Like, I know the first one that – first penalty i really think that shouldn't have been called like i know that i know it was but it, there was no like in any intent like how how was it that got penalized uh, i can't remember who it was now. tip it tip it there we go yeah, yeah I, it was it was he it, if he just doesn't extend his arm a little there's no penalty it's it's just one of those things I wish the league would allow. Like when two guys are going into the boards like that, I wish they would allow a little clutching and grabbing so you can kind of just brace each other, go into the boards, and then battle for the puck after. But they don't allow that. They call holding, and things like that happen. Uh, Tippett has to not do that. But I didn't think it was egregious. I think it was called right, just a minor. And, um, you know, that's, that's going to happen. Overall, I think some of the penalties were aggressiveness, guys trying to come out and, you know – be what they think Tortorella wants them to be, Uh, be hard asses, be hard to play against all that stuff. And you're going to take some penalties, especially early tonight when the emotions are flowing. Mm. Yeah, no, without a doubt. Um, You know, I can't really say much more about that other than, you know, 
Um, Frost obviously looks like he belongs. Uh, what to call it? Who else was there? Yeah. I think overall tonight, not the best game, but also not the worst. It's definitely, like you said, one of those games we we needed after the you know the, after the shit we've been through the past what? I mean, Almost. since the pandemic, really, like for two, over pandemic. two years. Yeah. Um, oh, did we? Did they ever say what was going on? Well, I, mean, I know that they mentioned it was upper body with Tippett, but did they really get into like what happened? Because like I didn't really see what happened. I kind of came back and all I saw. I, I, saw, I saw the replay of the collision, and the uh, the announcers speculated that he might have hit his head, or it might have been a knee to knee thing, or something. But I I don't I didn't hear anything. Uh, I'm gonna have Charlie on the uh, WIP overnight tonight at two. And I'm going to ask him what's up. All right. I got you. Um, and uh, yeah, let's see. What else is there? So, yeah, we got the win today. And then when we play again, Saturday against the Canucks. Yeah. Saturday, uh, Saturday against the Canucks. Yeah. And the Flyers are playing Saturday and the Phillies are playing Saturday. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know if there's going to be a post game on Saturday. Yeah. I, I kind of anticipated that <laughs> you, you would say something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, that's. Uh, I think Philly sports is. It's good to. It's good to uh, be a Philly sports fan. For the Do you most. have a cat in distress near you? No, that's actually. Oh well, no, <laughs> not in distress. She probably just wants to say hi. Um, <laughs> okay. She's one of the newest members of the family. She's Tonks. We got her in August, and uh, she will probably be with us most post games. All Probably right. out of age, not in. She's saying hello. All right, good. Well, welcome, welcome to the family. <laughs> but thank you as always, Bill. I do appreciate you it. You got it. Thanks, Nikki. Uh, Steve Jaco and I think Kelly want to get in, so I'm going to bring them both on right now. What's going on, guys? Uh, game one, one and zero. Morgan Frost, TK, all is well in the Flyerverse. Everything's great. It's never been better. No, I mean, it's a, a great start. Uh, Morgan Frost, I was really pumped to see him actually do shit tonight. That was awesome. No, it's uh, the first game of his career and two goals. It's it's hard to ask for much more. The first game, he's never played another game before this. He's it, never, he was memory. never in the NHL before this. He is a rookie in my mind. I have wiped the slate clean. <laughs> I am forgetting everything I've ever seen about Morgan Frost, and I am judging him based on this season. And after one game, I'm very happy. Yeah, I'm very happy. And yeah, as far as I'm concerned, blank slate. I got to say, that empty net. I, I know it sounds silly, but the empty net was impressive to me. Just seeing him chip the puck into the offensive zone. Make the right play and battle to set up that situation. It was great. Yeah. That's and just, just I want to see the Flyers do more often. Just attack in the offensive zone late in the game instead of just pin yourselves back. And good things will happen if you just get the puck in deep. And this is like if Couturier is healthy, if this is a healthy team, he's not on. He's not close to being a guy who's going to be on the ice in that situation. But since they don't have anybody else, he's getting this opportunity. And you know, he didn't get hurt. He made some plays. He scored some goals. It's a it, it's a really good start for him uh, taking advantage of the opportunities that we've lamented him not taking advantage of in the past. He didn't get hurt. That's the most important thing. Well, you know, 
he, no, every, I, dude, the bar is super low. I will take it. I mean, uh, fucking one game for Tippett. <laughs> we don't know what's up. Ristolainen gets hurt before the season. We oh, know We know every time Morgan Frost has had uh, a hypothetical opportunity in his non-existent NHL career before this, he has been injured in a oh, lot yeah. of those. So it's, it's him taking advantage is a big deal. It's a huge deal. Kelly, how's traffic? It's much better now that we are far from the arena. We survive. We're doing better. Yes. All right. Excellent. Excellent. I was I was cracking up listening to you curse people out. Like, let me a dickhead. Did He's not great. realize Step Driver was off you. Oh no no no! That's like the pr- <laughs> the highlight of the post game to me so far. You know, no offense to Bill is doing an amazing job, but that was my highlight so far. All right, you. I'm gonna bring in Adam Bortz if you guys want to take some calls. No, I'm just kidding. Definitely want to talk to Adam. I'm watching the worst, another terrible Thursday night football game, so I got nothing better to do. uh, What's going on, Adam? (laughs) Not much, man. So uh, they obviously didn't have a perfect game tonight, but I am not going to waste an ounce of energy saying anything negative about the game today. Like no, we did it yeah. all off season to your point, you know, you made previous, they're not going to the playoffs. We are going to have plenty of time this season to talk about negative shit. I am nothing but smiles for miles for this win tonight. It felt fantastic. Uh, there was a lot of start and, you know, small sample size, but stark contrast to last year that I was just so happy to see, um, you know, right off the bat, one of the things I saw you know, they go down by a goal to start the game and they didn't give a fuck. Like they did not give a shit that they were down at all. And last year they get scored on right away and the game's over. Like it's gone downhill so fast. They didn't give a shit and they went right back at it. And I love to see that tonight. Yeah, I got the train going by, so it was on mute. But uh, yeah, no, it's for a team that has so many times let – just everything snowball on them. It is a characteristic this team has fallen into for several years now. When one thing goes wrong, it all goes wrong. And they didn't let that happen tonight. Even at the end of the game, you know, they give up the one goal. And, yeah, the Devils kind of took over, made their push in the third. But they stuck with the game plan and put it away. Right, right. And I have, a, I have another point to make about that in a little bit here. But, I think, you know, one of the other things that I like to see in stark contrast to last year is we've heard a lot about Tortorella preaching what guys are supposed to do away from the puck. And, like, a lot of times tonight I saw these slick little, like, five-foot, six-foot passes here and there that guys were getting themselves into positions to make those plays happen where you didn't see that last year a lot. You know, not like crazy home run passes, not cross-ice passes, but they were getting into these open areas because they were moving their legs, and it was like doing these little things really well without the puck to put themselves in really great positions, and I loved seeing that tonight from them. Yeah, not uh, as many grenade passes. Like, oh, here, yeah. you take it because I don't know what to do. It was like it seemed as if they had a plan. Yeah, like it, Hayes made a couple slick ones. Hayes looked uh, like Hayes tonight know, like, with some of his passing. <laughs> One one caveat, I, and like, I don't want to take anything away from Hayes. I love Hayes. He's a phenomenal player. He skates like a dump truck trying to merge onto the highway. <laughs> he is so goddamn slow. 
I mean, again, not to take it away from him, I love Hayes a player, but fuck, is he slow? It's um, not his strongest <laughs> suit. No, it's it's not his forte. No, yeah. and it was handsome when they man. Saw- handsome man, but. He's like it's a two-way center. He's the guy who's there, you know, to play defense and be a big body in the offensive zone. (laughs) For sure, two-way. He skates as fast forward as he does. Hey, that you know, it's all about being balanced, (laughs) perfectly balanced. Is all things. I thought, um, I thought Hart looked really good tonight. You know, I'll let the first one go. Pre-game jitters, first game. Yada, not yada. a ton of not a ton of time, no reps in the preseason really because he yeah. got banged up. He led in a I, leaky goal, but he was solid after that. I, I thought he got he some good. shots. He sure got some attention. That's for sure. And like one of the things last year, again, just talking about star contrast, that gives me so much heartburn about Carter Hart is when he handles the puck. Like every time he tries to handle the puck. I just want to throw up because he always does the wrong thing with it. Again, small sample. Yeah, he's bad tonight, with the puck. But tonight he handled the puck really well, and he just got rid of it without dicking with it too much. I love to see that. So I'm hoping he did a lot of work on that over the offseason, and he really starts to kind of wrap that up and improve it this year. Um, the Provorov TDA pair I thought was phenomenal tonight, uh, quietly phenomenal. And Provorov, a lot of talk going into this season – was or or I guess the last two years really was about him trying to do too much and the team was shitty around him so he felt he had to kind of put it on his shoulders and and do his thing and he kept fucking up and turning it over and it just he was crumbling but with TDA again small sample size tonight he looked pretty calm and cool and collected and I I thought he you know quietly had a phenomenal game that's poise is supposed to be Provorov's thing. And when he's the secondary option back there, because he's with somebody who can handle the puck, he's always been better, whether it's Shane Gostaspare or Matt Niskanen. Regardless, he's been good in those situations. They got him a guy who, you know, on paper fits that description. Man, I hope that continues because that would be phenomenal to have an actual top pair. <laughs> you know, yeah, and, uh, and they looked at tonight. They looked at tonight. I, I, I question their ultimate upside is like a top pair on a good team, but for this group, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Um, the pure like relief on TK and Frost faces when they scored their first goals tonight was <laughs> was epic. It looked like this huge weight lifted off of both of their shoulders, like Thank fucking God. Like, we still got something in here. And uh, I, I just love seeing that from them. And they played so much easier after that. Um, that that had to feel good for the both of them. A, a couple of guys who I think stand to benefit a lot from uh, John Tortorella, but also there's major question marks about their future with this team and ultimately what they are as players. After one game, they look like the guys we need them to be. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I hope I hope that continues, and I hope they have monster years. Um, I didn't. Uh, I wasn't as pissed off at those digital boards as I thought I was going to be. I like, didn't notice them. I, I didn't either, and, and that's I guess my point is, you know, people were kind of talking shit on them on Twitter, uh, like the first game, like they were fucking up or whatever. I didn't notice them at all. Um, I had to like remember it actually in the third period to, to look for something. And 
I forgot they were even there. So not was no thing to me. Um, the Toyota RAV four minutes to play last year was right around the time it really started shitting the bed for the Flyers. And it started going downhill, and that's when they lost a lot of games. Well, they felt all that pressure this, to show up for Toyota. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> this year, the or, I'm sorry, not this year, this one specific game, those last four minutes, they were so aggressive, and they didn't let the game kind of come to them like they had so much this past year. They really, like, really, really took it to them and, and kind of – dictated it a little bit more. They were much more aggressive. And I love to see that, uh, again, just comparison from last year to this year. I thought that was great. Um, my last point is just about TK. Uh, monster game. So great to see him on the four check. He still fell every 13 seconds he was out there. <laughs> but, uh, you know, great four checking, monster game. I love to see him shoot the puck. Uh, in the first period there, it looked like he was pissed off at himself that, you know, he really should have shot it. He knew he should have shot it. He passed it anyway. But for the rest of the game, he just kept firing away, and he looked great. Um, I, I don't know if you heard his post-game interview, but he just seemed much more mature, a little bit more of a leader, a little bit more poised, even just talking. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if – go ahead, Kelly. Sorry. It's the dad energy. <laughs> Must be, you know, I, I, I guess it has to be right. But, you know, he just, uh, you know, I, I just hope he has a monster year and uh, we'll see what happens. You got to love we that BDA, and, uh, big dad energy. <laughs> this is advertiser content brought to you by Frito-Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy here to get you ready for the big tournament. Tonight, we'll break down. We break down who will be cutting. Cut. What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snackin'. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to frito No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hit Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at frito Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks, Bill. Glad to have you back, and have a great night. Thanks a lot, Adam. Everyone on hold, I'm going to get to you. I have uh, plenty of time tonight before I have to leave to do uh, more on-air work, but uh, we have plenty of time, so uh, don't worry. You will get. I will get to you if you're on hold, but I do want to talk to Steve and Kelly and Steph right now about, uh, and we'll get more into detail on this as you know, we do our, our regular shows next week, but it's a few, few days away still, so initial, uh, initial thoughts on this Sanheim contract. Uh, it was kind of surprising, the timing, I thought, a couple hours before puck drop on the opener. And, man, uh, game one, I I was impressed with a lot of guys. Sanheim wasn't one of them. 
Uh, no, he didn't. He didn't really stand out. Um, but also, I thought he stood out in a bad way. Like every time the puck was on his stick in the offensive zone, he did a wrong thing. Did he? See, I was going to say that I didn't really notice him do anything super egregious, but maybe, maybe I just missed it. You know how it is at the game. Just like, oh yeah, I, I, like he didn't, you know, take a shot right into somebody's uh, shin pads and have a breakaway go the other way. It just was like, I don't know. He seemed indecisive and had chances to make plays and just made the wrong decisions like three or four times. To be fair, if someone gave me fifty million dollars, I would be like a little bit bajiggity the first day. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like when Donovan McNabb got his big contract back in the day. He, he, you know, as soon as he got that contract, the guy was just a bum, a complete bum. I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> no, but like uh, it, the timing was crazy on this. I, I really did not understand the timing of this. Like, right before the game, an eight-year contract. What the hell? I got no problem with the cap hit, to be honest. I think the cap hit's fine. Especially Seems a little high. Did you uh, see the structure high, of it? For the first four or five years, no trades, and like the set, like the salary goes way down throughout. It's like okay. he's getting like eight mil next year. Boy, does Chuck <laughs> love a no trade, huh? Oh my yeah. god. Uh, he's Chucky No Trade. That's what his actual <laughs> nickname is. I think for the first, I think the first four full no trade, and then last four, uh, like a list of however many clubs. I didn't see the number, but uh, I'm partial no trade. Eight years tough though, and like it, it's tough for any player. I mean, we even saw this with Couturier, where it seemed like, oh yeah, like a, a nice long contract for the best player, no problem, and then. Oh, yeah, he's got terrible, terrible back injuries. This is great. That's like, uh, if I'm Chuck, it's a I'd risk. be. If I'm Chuck after I just signed a guy to an eight-year contract and then he has a devastating injury, I'd be a little gun-shy. <laughs> and Sam well, doesn't have the injury history. He's, he, he, he plays. But I, I'd be a little nervous if I was Well, what I want to know is why the organization, which I clearly I guess they still have lots of faith in Chuck Fletcher for whatever reason, which yeah. is nuts to me, um, they're letting him sign yeah. guys to eight-year extensions. That's the crazy it's, part to me. What's it, going it very on, much. It very. Remember, uh, and listen, I'm not Sanheim is worlds better than Andrew McDonald, regardless of what you think of Travis Sanheim. He's worlds better than Andrew McDonald. You're worlds better but than it's Andrew like when, uh, when, when they let Homer sign him to the big extension, and then like a week later, Hextall's the GM. Like <laughs> you knew it was coming. You let him do this. I don't understand. I mean, I. I don't know. It's just weird to let guys that are on – I guess he's on the – we all think he is on the hot seat, but whether he actually is on the hot seat is a whole other question. But I just don't understand why you're letting this guy just do these massive extensions. Yeah, it's we'll, we'll get more into it uh, you know, on our shows next week. But yeah. since it happened today, I wanted to uh, I discuss it a little. Uh, let's go to Joe R. Joe R., you are live. Hey, Bill. Hey, uh, hey, what's Steve, going on, Joe? Kelly, just started doing dishes, so you picked me at the right time. I might join you. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> I got to make sure I do them so I don't get in trouble with the wife. <laughs> uh, first, I wanted to just shout out uh, Kelly. I am the only other Delawarean on Twitter. It's nice to finally talk to you. I finally got to Kid Shalene's the other week. Uh, very good burger. I'm just a cheese kind of guy, but a very good burger otherwise. Um, so good, uh, (laughs) good, uh, good recommendation there. I know it was two years ago, but what can I say? I live in Middletown. I don't get up to Wilmington very often. Um, 
I just wanted to say tonight was a breath of fresh air. Um, yeah. I, I barely watched any games last year. It was so bad. I'm, uh, I think if I heard correctly a couple of shows ago, uh, kind of like Steph, where I started watching around uh, 2010. Um, didn't really grow up with sports in my house growing up. I had a bunch of Flyers gear, played ball hockey, but never watched sports. And I've been pretty diehard since then. And the way the organization got was just laughable. Um, and I agree with all you guys over the summer. I just kind of was thinking the whole time, like things have gotten so bad, like the organization just kind of needs to reset. They need to start from the ground up. And I think Torts has been hitting on everything when he said, they have no respect right now. Like clean state, start at zero. You need to earn every single every single ounce of respect that you're going to get in this league. Um, and the way things have gone last year, Bill, you'll appreciate this. I, I don't want a team full of Jason Babbins. I want a team full of Scott Lawton's, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I want, you want that mentality in your guys. It's not just about me. It's not just about stats. It's about doing the right shit. And that's what Tortorella is all about. Jason Babin, what a pull right there. <laughs> oh, my God. That... <laughs> I, it, I know it sounds cliche when everybody talks about Ed Snyder. And, you know, towards, t- towards the last couple of years here, I know we kind of all had our gripes and everything like that. But the, the one thing that you never saw is you, you never saw, you know, a- anybody not proud to be part of this organization. Like when you saw bad games or bad seasons, you kind of genuinely felt like the players and the staff felt like they were letting the legacy down. You know what I mean? And with the new ownership and things like that, I think we need to work really hard to be able to kind of get back that sense. And I really, I think the torts hire was a slam dunk. I loved it from day one. Um, I know a lot of people weren't on board. A lot of my friends were kind of like, eh, you know, here's the analyst guy who was, you know, shitting on Trevor Zegras or whatever. But I, I think a guy like that, like I said, starting from square one, you need that structure back. You, you need to just build the foundation back from, 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 from the ground up. You know, th- this thing was just horrible. It was a horrible, horrible season last year. Again, why would anybody watch them? You know, if you're not trying to gain everybody's respect back, the fans included. Tortorella's been doing this a long time. He's very media savvy. He knows how to say the right things. But my impression is he is completely sincere when he talks about this job, this logo meaning something to him. And he very badly wants to restore the Flyers to what the Flyers are supposed to be, a premier team in this league that – People want to play for, and people are proud to put on that sweater. I believe him. I don't think he's just bullshitting us. I don't think he's just going to the Bryce Harper school of pandering. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I fully believe that he took this job. Partial, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they gave him a big old bag of money, uh, and that helps. But uh, I believe he wanted the challenge of this specific job. It's so weird to me to see Torts behind that bench still. Because... It is. It's weird. He's a guy who has been around coaching against the Flyers for so long. So he is somebody who's very familiar because he wouldn't be weird to me if he wasn't somebody who understood what being a Flyer meant. Yeah. Like from 04 with the Lightning, that incredible series. And of course, he's with Columbus, who we see all the time. He's with the Rangers, who we see all the time. We're familiar with him, too. And it's just weird. It's like, oh, wait, that's our bench. 
that's our guy. Oh, that's weird. It's nice to have. And uh, I think I'm just going to finish with, uh, if, if anybody is not on board with torts, I mean, you can have your gripes with you thinking that he's kind of an old school guy, but if anybody is not on board with his vision for getting the team back to respectability, like get the fuck out. Like, like, I don't know what else you kind of want from this team at this point, just recognize where they are. And uh, as somebody else said, there's a lot to, that we're going to grave about this season, but uh, no bad feelings tonight. Let's just kind of enjoy the win. Cause I don't know how much, I don't know how the rest of the season is going to go. So let's uh, let's enjoy one night of happiness. Soak it up. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna go ahead. Sorry, I was just gonna pop in real quick, and you know, after Adam and Joe both kind of echoed my feelings, I'm really glad to hear people allowing themselves to enjoy what this game was. It was fun. They looked good. Like, are the Devils the toughest opponent? No. It's one game last year. This time, the Flyers looked pretty good too. And we yeah, really they started four one and one, and we're a bottom fourteen. Yeah. So, so like, I don't think anyone's kidding themselves into thinking that, that this game means anything in the larger sense, but I think that it's good that we're allowing ourselves to enjoy it. And we're getting a little bit of a reminder of why we like this so much. And you know, it's okay to like it. Like it's okay to have fun. And so I'm just glad because we've seen for a long time this summer, like rightfully so people kind of poo pooing the idea of having any fun with this team because of how bad they're going to be. But this oh. was fun. The vibes in the building were immaculate. Everyone was having a good time. There's no reason not to enjoy it, whether you were at the game or at home. So, What's Fapa have to say about this? He's very upset, apparently. He's currently <laughs> climbing into my box of hockey jerseys. I, I think Fapa's upset things, that another Kelly. cat got things. two cents in. <laughs> yes. There was another Fapa's cat. like, I'm the only cat allowed to podcast. Yeah, I don't know who fly. that that interloper cat was. Papa. All right, I'm I'm All right. And now it's it's very funny because for, you know, this is a behind the scenes thing, but every time we we go to record at BSH, uh Kelly's cat like jumps up on her lap, jumps up on her keyboard and basically meows into the mic and it's very funny. And now here we are post game and Papa wants to be heard uh, on this as well. All right, let's go to uh Patrick Reed Miller. What's going on tonight, Patrick? Uh, hey, Bill, how's it going? Very well, very well. Oh, thank God these are back. You know, I was coming into this thinking, uh, what, are we, what are Bill and I going to yell about tonight because we've done it so much last year, but 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 now I can't. So I guess that's, that's a good thing. Pat, we're going to have so much time to complain this season. Oh, they I got, know. They got 81 of these things left. If Absolutely. we complain tonight, where do we go from here? It's like <laughs> – it's like coaches when they're like, if I yell and scream the entire game, what happens when I really need to yell and scream? There's no, like, my speaker doesn't go up to 11. It's If you're at 10 all the time, are you ever actually at 10? So tonight is just enjoy one fucking Oh, my nice God. I'm, yeah, I'll enjoy it. But shout out to um, – we're, we're going to derail a little bit. Shout out to uh, WWE for making the Flyers <laughs> change the goal song to Becky Lynch's theme song. WrestleMania 40. Oh my god, I can't believe I didn't yeah, Char- that. I Char- Char- Charlie so has no idea what that was. So you need to you need to inform him what it is and how and all that good stuff. Because that was I was not expecting a goal, goal song change. 
Charlie is going to uh, Charlie's going to join me on the WIP overnight show at around two twenty, uh, and he I, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to him about the goal song. <laughs> I, I can't wait for that. That's gonna be funny. But uh, yeah, I guess um, I, I guess I'm gonna call this game like I guess I'll call it Torts Magic and I guess Conspiracy Theory because I feel like Travis Connecting and Morgan Frost listen to this thing and know about everybody talking shit. So that's why they did good tonight. You know? They know. Hey, I'm on I'm on the Morgan Frost bandwagon. I said it Me a couple of weeks ago. I'm all about Morgan Frost. Travis Connectney. I'm just like they said, you know, they gave a shot numbers last year, and yeah, I guess 220 shots is quite a few, but he just seemed so passive last year. And after like one time when he took a pass when he should have shot in the first period. He just went into straight rip-it mode, and that's all I want him to do. He will pick up his assists. He will still make plays. He's a playmaker. But there's absolutely no reason that guy doesn't score at least 24, 26 goals. There's no reason. Yeah, I mean, he, what, he shoots 7.3% last year, I think? Or yeah, something. if it gets to so average 10-11, like... he'll score more. But uh, like, the TK. The TK that we see out there, the guy who's getting up in people's faces, the guy I call the jerk store, because I like when he's aggressive. I like when he's a pest. I like when people hate his guts. That's when he's at his best, and that's when he's shooting. I kind of liked his spot where he scored that power play goal, so I I hope they run that more. You know, yeah, I mean, they they passed into the slot and he shot it immediately. That's, I mean, it's it's a very simple thing, and it's like, oh my god, look at this! Like, and like the high slot, but still, it, getting the puck into the areas in which goals are scored has been such an issue for this team. And it's not like the power play looked flawless all night; they capitalized uh, on the one. But it's just throughout the game, they seem to attack the net and try to get the puck to the center of the ice and. It's very basic, but goddamn, it's been missing. Uh, I'm going to talk about this because Adam just said it in the chat. Lawton has an A, guys. He was the only A. That's what only we... only freaking A. So you, you know what's going to happen, right? I didn't notice that no one else. <laughs> I didn't notice no one else. So no one else on the team was wearing a letter. It was just him. He's captain. It's okay. It's, it's, it's uh, a you got to wait till Sean Gatoria gets be. back before you say that. Uh. I mean, yes, I get it, but it would just be funnier. Not funnier, but... Oh, I mean, I, I think Lawton's the heart and soul guy. Lawton has turned... Lawton is pretty much our new Mike Richards. Let, let, let's just throw it out there. He's our new Mike Richards. Ten years in the making, he finally lived up to the billing. <laughs> How about that? Oh, yeah, why my... not? Give, give Oh, wow. Yeah, give him that C. Why not? And you know what? You know how, like, we... How, like, last year, like, they would go down, and then they would just absolutely be deflated. I feel like Tortorella, during training camp or whatever, just showed them all that tape, and he's like, you assholes better not do this while I'm coaching, or you're all going to keep running suicides in practice like I've been doing. Something, no, like dude. For every third period goal they give up, they got a, they got a one suicide. Like, it's just straight <laughs> up. It's just straight up. Because, like, yeah. like, man, I feel like – I feel like they look more conditioned than I've seen them in I don't even know how many years. I don't know. Whatever he did, I feel like it's going to work. But, like, there's going to be bumps in the road. But Sure. Yeah, shit. they're not very good still. But they're going to work hard, and that's all we can ask at this point. It's a nice change of pace uh, to yeah. see them work hard at least. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. The bar is low, and they exceeded it tonight. And for one night at least, we can enjoy that.
I don't know. It's I, like I, I agree. Earlier. It's like we were saying earlier, you know, when you're talking about just like that give up attitude, you could see it. The head's just hung low and just all that bullshit. Like not seeing that is nice. And again, I hope that lasts the entire season. But for one night, seeing the energy up and seeing them, you know, hang their heads high and everything, that was a great. I mean, granted, it was the Devils. I'm I'm curious to see how they're going to go against the Canucks and then whoever whoever's after that. Tampa I mean, Bay I feel like next week. Florida. I yeah, oh I feel like those back two back games back are going to be interesting road. to see how they can hang. Like, are they going to? If like if they get scored on, are they, is that when they're going to be like, ah, dude, now we can't come back? But it'll be interesting. I mean, there's going to be there's going to be a lot of bumps this season. I think. Yeah, but, sure. They're they're but, still not a good yeah. team. Like let, that's. It, I was watching the game tonight. The thought did creep in. Like, oh no, is this the worst case scenario? They're better than all the mediocre to bad teams, and they're going to be that just on the outside of the playoff team. Uh, but you know, I, I'm not going to worry about that tonight. You just got to go with the flow, man. You got to yeah. go with the flow. And and I, I really did have that creeping thought late in the game when they were letting up all those shots. Like, here we go. Tie up in the last minute. This is it. And you know what? No, they, they, they to their credit, they pulled it off. Like what I was saying, Morgan Frost chipped it into the offensive zone when you really wanted them to do that play, and they scored an actual empty netter, which I also feel like has eluded this team in the past for some god. Can I tell you that more than once tonight, unironically, I turned to the person next to me and said, "What if this bunch of jerks is the team that wins the Stanley Cup?" Uh, Kelly, stop. Well, I, mean, I know. Stop. I know. Stop. Stop. I, know. Stop. I know. But I was just like, Flyers fever, no. and I am bringing you to the hospital. I already Wouldn't told you these funny? jerks sucked me back in, and it was game one. <laughs> no. We're plus 10,000 to win the Metro. Come on, and we're plus 10,000 to win baby. the Cup. Yeah. <laughs> Place your bets, bets everyone. 10,000 to win the Metro. Place, blow your money away. I mean, I already did. I bet it against the Flyers, sadly. So, yeah. <laughs> I was I was clinging to that under, and then Devils pulled the goalie with four minutes left. I was like, well, so much for that. <laughs> well, the great thing about betting against the Flyers is you still win. Either it's the, the emotional win, hedge. Or you win money for – yeah, exactly, the emotional All right, yeah. Thanks a lot, Patrick. Uh, appreciate you jumping in tonight. Uh, we got we to gotta start cruising through some of these. Uh, let's go to Justin B. What's going on tonight, Justin? Hey, hey. There you are. Hey, how's it going? You know, it's that dreaded unmute button. It is. Uh, well, I just want to say thank you all. Uh, welcome to the 2022-23 post games, uh, everybody. Um, I just want to bring up a funny moment. Um, the the time where uh, they were storming our net, I think it was the third period, and a uh, good old Tartar sauce, his helmet fell off or got taken off, and him and Lawton were against the boards behind the net. And the announcers were like, oh, Lawton and, and, and Tartar are exchange, or Tatar, sorry, exchanging words. And I swear to God, I did not see Lawton's mouth move. He was just giving him that murder face. <laughs> murder face and not talking. I didn't... Lawton doesn't have to talk shit. He just looks at you. He just looked at him, and I thought that was the funniest shit ever. I'm like, that's him. That's why he's got the A. Uh, and then also, I'm with Kelly, 82-0, Stanley Cup. Torts for Jack Adams, it's it. It's the year. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Torts for Jack Adams is the only also, bet I would even consider for this team. I, I was going to say, if they make the playoffs, he has to win. I mean, there's no way. If this Unless, team makes the playoffs, he wins it for life. 
Coyotes made the playoffs. It gets renamed. Right. <laughs> right. It's probably his last year coaching. So, or one of his close to his last year's coaching. So he can take over the name. But that was it. I'll, I'll make it real fast so you can get through the callers. All right. Uh, appreciate it, Justin. Thanks for uh, thanks for jumping in tonight. Uh, let's go to Jason H. Good to hear from you, Jason. What's going on tonight? What's up, man? How have you been lately? Very well. Very well. Um, since nobody's done it yet, I figured I'd do it. Shout out to my Western Michigan man, Wade Allison. How about so, it? How about it? That's the yeah, people who it, scored tonight. Real like it's the guys we're looking for stuff for. Like Lazinski gets a point, Allison scores a goal, TK with two, Frost with two. Just like the people who it wasn't. Oh yeah, and JVR had a couple of JVR goals. You know, like it was actually the stuff we're looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously there's some frustrating moments, the penalties in the first period, especially, you know, you do that against a better team, you're down 3 nothing, and you're, you know, looking up a hill. But, you know, I, I don't plan on, like, calling up and, you know, throughout the season and be frustrated with every moment. I just, I can't live that way this year, and I don't plan on it, because to me, it's like watch. It's like watching a rebuilding football team or a rebuilding basketball team. You know, look at the young kids, see what they're doing, see the developments, and then go from there. Now, that being said, you brought up the Sanheim contract. Um, I only, I only want to say to Chuck Flesher, I thought he didn't fit our timeline. <laughs> That's, you know, you got to keep Risto's best buddy around. It's all about Risto. <laughs> Hey, Risto had the great game tonight. You know, sitting on the bench is the best game he can have. I, I hear he's a blast in the locker room, so you're absolutely right about that. Oh, can we God. just, uh, for one second, they, in, in me and Steph's interview with, uh, with John Tortorella, when I asked him what does it mean to be hard to play against, he specifically said it's not about the big hits. And in that uh, pregame speech they showed a couple times during the broadcast, he said it to the team. It's not about the big hits. It's not about this and that. It's about just doing the little things right. And it's like, did you, does the GM hear this? Like, does he know that it's not – like, he hits people so he's hard to play? <laughs> like, it's just very funny to me, the disconnect that appears to be there in that – like, the definition of this hockey cliche, hard to play against. And I'm going to lean towards John Tortorella for his expertise on this because he's actually won a cup and been on good teams before. Uh, it's just very fucking funny to me. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying there, but the problem is – Let's say you look at Miami in the past when they brought in Jimmy Johnson or you brought in Dallas when they brought in Parcells. A good coach can like bring up a bad organization, but bad ownership will always bring down a good coach. Oh, you can't fix the GM in this situation. <laughs> Certainly not and the ownership group in general, but we've you know talked about that ad nauseum at this point. Uh, I kind of wanted to go back to Wade though. I was glad you brought up Wade because like he's one of those guys if he stays healthy. He's going to be a fan favorite. I think he's going to be one of the most fun guys to watch on the ice. I mean, a lot of the Hartnell comparisons out there because he falls all over the place. He hits guys. He scores goals. Like, that dunk goal tonight was awesome. That was one of my my favorite highlights the entire night. We almost had an Allison down in the celebration. So close. The, the, you, said, you said about him hitting people. One of his, the complaints against Western Michigan was that he, doesn't, he didn't really fight two ways, that they felt like he was only – kind of out there to score and was like just trying to keep himself clean to make it to the pros. So 
if he feels now that he's on the pro level and now he wants to fight both ways, and I'm all for it. Yeah, and he is a guy, like if I'm him and I stand to make millions of dollars as a professional player and I have this injury history, I probably wouldn't be throwing my body around for free too much either. Um, one last thing I'll say after I get off. Um, I went up to um, Ann Arbor a couple times to see Cam York. And to be honest with you, wasn't overly impressed. I mean, with all the talent was on that team at the time, he didn't really stand out to me. And I have, I had a friend who was going to school there at the time. And um, God, what was the word that he said? He said that there was guys at the time that would, that, that knew what their talent was and it would fight with their fight. You know, I, I can't, I basically what I'm trying to say that he, he fit, he was one of those guys that didn't, wasn't, wasn't coachable. What knew his talent, knew who he was, but didn't want to listen to anyone else around him, even his own teammates. Well, I don't know if that's exactly the criticism of him now, but it's kind of in the neighborhood, you know? And, uh, man, there was a time where we said, well, maybe his game is just more subtle than we thought, you know? But it seems maybe his game is just kind of dump it to somebody else who's better than him, and then he gets a secondary assist because they made awesome plays. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, you guys take care. Obviously, I'll talk to you later this year, but uh, let's win another one then. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jason. appreciate you stopping in tonight. Uh, it's good to hear from a lot of the, uh, a lot of the regulars that we normally it's, – it's just great, this uh, community that still exists through all the negativity – and all the bullshit of the last couple seasons that we have these post games, I'm really happy to see people show up because it's it's my only real fear in life is uh, throwing a party that no one shows up to, and uh, everyone here uh, comes through for me every after every fucking game, which is insane considering what this team has been. Let's go to Bagel Dog. What's your only fear, tonight. Bill? Your only yeah. fear? Wow. Sharks. Sharks. Okay. Yeah. No one wants to talk to this guy. No. Kelly never talks to this guy. It's Other Bill. What's going on tonight, Other Bill? All right, we got nothing here. Uh, there's a mute button that you have to hit, unmute. I know it's, I know it's a pain in the ass a lot of the time. Uh, let's go to Mike can't pronounce last name. What's going on tonight, Mike? Hey, guys. Hope hey, how's it going? Good. Um, I was really impressed with the game today. There's a lot of the little things that, Really, I don't want to overreact. I guess it's the Devils, but like the fact that we had, we we're creating opportunities, had all these little two on ones. I know we didn't convert on a lot of them. There was, you know, the the resiliency that Morgan Frost showed, like one minute after he like missed an open pass, like he was all alone for the net, and then two minutes later he's scoring. I thought that was really impressive. Um, so, you know, am I going to overreact? Do I think they're a playoff team? No, but I think you know, honestly, what Torts has been preaching so far makes me really happy because they it does seem like they're doing little things. They're better against the boards. This is a kind of a team that you want to root for. I know five minutes in, I think, you know, we're hitting, we're, you know, getting people's faces. That was really encouraging. Um, one of the things I did want to talk about, if, if you guys give me just one minute, not on the sure. game, but did you guys see the last episode of The Standard? I have not. Uh, I, I'm maybe one episode behind. Kelly's probably caught up, yeah. 
all right, I don't want to do a spoiler. I, uh -huh, I, I want ahead. to talk to you, but okay. So Kelly, I don't know if you had an opinion on when they're all in the room and just talking about, um, I, I don't know if it was, it was uh, Igor Zamula, right? Mm -hmm. So the fact that they were actually going to promote him. Did it just, see, I, and you know, it obviously it's kind of staged, right? And we already had commented, I think a couple weeks ago around like, well, you know, maybe Fletcher, among other things, is not probably a great actor. But <laughs> did you get the impression that he just kind of fears Torts in the room? You get the impression that, like, Torts is just like, is this guy serious? There's just these little looks that I get from those guys when I was watching it. And then what's even scarier is if uh, Briere uh, is the um, successor, there's one point where he chimed in just talking about, like, and he was just so unconfident when he said it. I, I don't want to make too much of it because honestly, I guess it's staged, but it's just like, it, it gives so much credence to this fact that there's this like indecision in the room between all these people. And it's, you know, obviously it's a positive night. I don't want to put a negative spin on everything, but just like looking ahead, I just thought that was interesting. I don't know if you have the same take. So I'm glad actually you brought up the Zamula conversation because I was actually talking about that with uh, my buddies that I went to the game with. Um, it was like for so long, all I've been wanting is for them to throw these kids into the NHL fire and see if they can hang. And to hear Tortorella say, like, no, I just want to throw them in there and see what happens. Like, I, I was just like, looking at my TV like, yes, yes, that's all I want. Throw them in and see if they can hang. And Zamula looked pretty good tonight. Yeah, and not only the fact that just throw him in, like Torts wanted him on the power play. How crazy is that? Yes, like put these kids in, an, in a position to succeed and see if they can get themselves there. And I do think that you're right. I, I, I mean, I do think Fletcher is just like a deeply um, uncomfortable man. So I, I don't know if there's any situation in which he would be comfortable on camera, but I think that Tortorella is just so supremely confident in what he's trying to do here that he really just comes off as casual because he doesn't have any doubt in what he's doing. And I, I do think, you know, sometimes that's a bad thing. Like, you know, Elaine Vigneault, same kind of deal, never had any doubt in what he was doing and, and it was bad, but for now, having this guy who who seems to have a real clear vision of what he wants this team to be and is willing to give the kids a chance to get in there and mix it up and make some mistakes and see if they can fix them. I mean, I just think that if nothing else, we're in for for some entertainment and and that's pretty great because last year was not entertaining. Very, very it's, it's like Kelly and I say all the time, like, yeah, there is something to development. I guess guys can be brought up too early and it, it could hurt them. But at a certain point, sink or swim, yeah. dude, it, figure it out or don't. Can you do this or not? And this is a team 
it, like Tortorella is looking around. How many times in the interview Steph and I did, like it's it, what, 14, 17 minutes long, where he said the answer to the question was, I don't know. Like It's not like he has answers. So maybe one of these unknowns. It's not like these kids are blocked by any veterans we definitely can't take out of the lineup that are just stalwarts that have to be in there. No, these, like, these veterans are all second and third line guys at best. Maybe the answer is some kid who just pl- is better than we think. The only way to find out is playing him. 100% agree. And you have to think that Torch is probably a little upset about the contract extension. He's like, I want my kids focused, right? And you're bringing this on like day one. Like an hour before the game. Yeah. It was, the timing was very, very odd. All right. Thanks a lot, Mike. Uh, thanks for jumping in tonight. Let's get to some more of these. Oh, it's our friend Matt. What's going on, Matt? Hey, Bill, you got me there? I got you. How are you tonight? Hey, nah, not too bad, guys. Nice to uh, to join the party a little bit here. How's, uh, how's Kelly and uh, Steve? I'm outstanding. Oh, okay, very good. Um, so you guys went through every fucking thing I wanted to talk about. <laughs> so now nah, I have nothing to talk about. <laughs> but um, you know what? I would just like to say after last year, and like everybody mentioned this shit, but... It's it was a nice fucking game just to enjoy Flyers hockey like we used to do. Um, you know, like it's, 2010 was a long time ago. There were some good times after that. I mean, I know it was just one game, but it's okay to kind of be happy. And it was awesome being happy for this game. Oh, 100%. That's we know what this season's going to be. Maybe they surprise us a little bit, but ultimately it's not a good team. But things have been so bad. If you can't enjoy this, that's one of them forest trees situations. Like, man, have <laughs> have a good goddamn day. Like if you if you take a vacation to the beach and it rains 6 days, you better enjoy that one sunny mm-hmm. day. Yeah, yeah. You know, and like it's it's funny too. Like we we shit on Fletcher. Like you know we we shit on like all those old guys that you know they don't know what they're doing. Like you know what those tonight was for them. You know they like Fletcher was fucking laughing up in whatever suite he's sitting. That this is like his beauty of a team that is finally coming together. You know I I figure he might have been one of the guys booing during the the Ellis announcement, <laughs> but um, you know it was again it was just fun. Um, somebody else mentioned Lawton, you know, like he's behind that net, you know, like he, he grabs Tatar by the neck. Like that's, you know, that, that's straight up murder shit. Like that was awesome to see. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's, I want to see this team beat. Now we didn't get a, we didn't get an actual fight tonight. So we're behind on our pace of my minimum 82 fights. Uh, (laughs) That's because they put Zach McEwen down in the minors, man. He's like, I know. That's just an average. We've got plenty of time to make that average. I know. I know. But we did see at least, um, yeah, the the truculence that I want to see out of this team. You know what that that truculence that you mentioned. You know what that that was there, and for me, like it was, you know, it was like insanity. I, I think it's on Flyers Twitter or something, but they they got a clip, and I was just laughing my ass off. Like they got a clip of Delorie's eyes when he was just looking at somebody, and like he looks like he's just ready to howl at the moon. Like it was it was beautiful to it's see. Great. Seek that out if you haven't seen it. It's so Enjoy good. Enjoy that for four years. 
it's that that might be on a bit of a bit of a loop, you know. But um, the only other guy I'll mention is you know hasn't really been talked about was um, I actually liked uh, I'm gonna pronounce his name wrong uh, Lachinsky. Lazinski. Oh, Lazinski. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like he, his name is yeah, more like you know he should be selling fucking pierogies or something on the side, but like he. Uh, <laughs> He, he played well, I thought. You know, he was out there looking a lot better than preseason, and it's nice to see these kids that, like, I mean, they're not going to be stars, but finally coming in and giving us a little bit of uh, a little bit of what they can do. That's, we've said for so long, like, we know they don't have stars, but some of these players are going to be role players on a future team that is expected to compete. And I believe it was uh, I believe it was Tortorella earlier in the week. Like we're going to find out who's part of the solution. And some of these guys have to be. I think Lazinski has a good chance to be a fourth liner for this team when they're good. Yeah, that's you know we'll we'll see. That's what you got to hope for 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 some of them, and we'll uh, we'll take it from there. I don't know if we're going to be getting that you know, top three, top five pick like oh, Arizona. I got yeah. lit the hell up today. Um, you know, Chicago looks pretty bad. There's, you know, San Jose is not going to be that good, but you know, you hope you can find somebody and I guess try to make this a little bit more fun again. Well, they'll probably just do what the Flyers always do and end up having to buy somebody. Thanks a lot for uh, jumping in tonight, Matt. Let's try to get to some more of these. Uh, Matt J, what's going on tonight, Matt? Hey, you guys got me? Yeah, you're you're live. Cool. Um yeah, you know, as I'm watching the game, I'm thinking the end of last season, the the whole the word I would use to describe it was weird. You know, we saw G go, we finished out the year with Mike Yo. We all knew he wasn't gonna be the the head coach moving forward, and the whole end of that year just had a weird feel to it. And as I'm watching this game tonight, I'm thinking after a full off season, uh, and now we have a real head coach. It felt different, and it and it felt necessary. I don't I don't expect them to win a bunch of games. In fact, I hope they don't. Um, but what I was watching felt like a like a, an important necessary product. It felt like I'm watching something take shape. I am curious to see what these kids can do, what they turn into. Um, whereas the, the end of last season just felt like, I, I don't know, weird is the only word I can come up no, with like, for what it, it felt like. But it felt like was, everybody uh, on the roster was useless, like get rid of literally everybody. And I think necessary is a great word. They needed to come out and do this tonight just for everybody. Uh, a caller earlier said how the side, the, like the look of relief on TK's face after he scored the first one. Like, there will not be a goal drought to start the season. There will not be, after one game, me bitching about TK not being able to score, you know. Uh, mm. he Just everybody – and, again, I know they didn't play awesome tonight. They weren't amazing. But they looked like a goddamn NHL hockey team, which is more than you can say <laughs> for most of the last two years. God, yeah, that's I, so true. I think that – I, I will never, uh, and I think probably everybody could probably agree, I, it's never going to feel good to me to see Claude Giroux in any other team's sweater. Um, but I think that now these this team is no longer playing in the shadow of Claude Giroux. I mean, we've had an offseason. That demon's been exercised. It felt different. 
And regardless of whether we end up with Connor Bedard, the top pick, however many wins and losses there are, this felt like a different product. And it, it was refreshing, all respect to G, but I think that we need to leave G in the past and move on. We'll love him forever, but that's over. And these yeah, guys are now playing a different game. It was definitely time. Claude Giroux is likely one of the best players I'm ever going to see wear a Flyers jersey. That's unlikely to ever change. And I hate Ottawa so goddamn much. I hate that he went there. But, it, like, all we're good. You went home. You get to do what you want to do. It's over. Uh, see you at the reunion. See you when you get when we put your number up in the rafters, when you get in the Flyers Hall of Fame, all that. It'll be a great time. But it, it, it was over. They failed to build a team around him for a decade and now it's time to move on. I agree. That's all I had for you. Uh, great to be back with you guys. Looking forward to another season. All right. Thanks a lot, Matt. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah, let's Matt, see talking here. about the shadow of Claude Giroux there, that is such a, an apt term for it. That was like that purgatory we dealt with for the last quarter of the season. It was definitely the shadow of Claude Giroux. And it's, it's nice to not have that. Oh, I didn't see you sitting there, Warren. Let's get to Warren Brody here. What's going on tonight? It's good to be back. Good to see a lot of familiar faces there. Um, you know, tonight was a gr- great night for Ron Hextall. <laughs> there were 10, 10 draft picks in the lineup, including Zamula. I guess he's a free agent. But, you know, and looking at Wazinski, Allison, Frost, Quarterheart, Urson, Farabee, Provorov, TK, Sanheim. And then you look at who Fletcher brought in. His big pickup was Kevin Hayes, but Ryan Ellis is hurt. Atkinson is hurt. What's going on with Atkinson? Does anyone know? I I don't. Uh, Kelly, do you have anything on that, Steve? No, He's avoiding but, John wait, Tortorella. Just to <laughs> just to pop in, not to interrupt you, Warren. Does anyone know what happened to Ronnie Adderd? Because they announced him to like come out of the tunnel when they were doing the pregame stuff, and he just never came out. Oh, did he fall into the? Did he fall into Ryan Ellis land? Like maybe he's in the upside down with Ryan Ellis. He, he might be in the upside down. I don't know what happened to him. Anyway, uh, yeah. The other thing, the comment regarding Zamula. I mean, you have to watch the show, Bill, because it was amazing how he went on and on about him. Uh, the coach, he must see, think he, you know that he's he's got some real potential there. From his very first camp, I thought the guy had a lot of potential. I loved what I saw all the way back then, and it was a decent night for Ron Hextall. Eight years in the making uh, for for uh, you know for Ron Hextall, but yeah, I'm I, I got a lot to do uh, at around six seven a.m. Uh, and catching up on the standard will be one of those things. But it is interesting to see all these young players. It does make the, uh, watching the games a little more interesting, and also knowing that the coaches. These guys are nervous, you know, that if they make too many mistakes, they're going to be out of the lineup. I got that impression. And, like, that's, but, and uh, they they want to be aggressive because they know that's what he wants them to do. Like, Tortorella will put up with mistakes. I don't think he'll put up with mental mistakes. I don't think he'll put up with passiveness. And that's what this team has been for for a couple of years, just straight up passive and you can't be they don't they don't have enough talent to sit back and wait they have to just attack and hope for the best yeah and I, i'm excited for morgan frost i hope he keeps it up uh yeah, it would he's be a, a little bit of a beating uh the last few years but you know sometimes some guys take a little longer 
the, for, the mature. for anything for anything at all to come out of that 2017 draft would just be awesome have a good night all right take it easy warren thanks for uh I try to click this it's not clicking now there we go uh thanks for dropping by got a few more to get to here let's go to ryan christman what's going on tonight ryan ryan hit on mute all right we lost ryan on there on mute uh let's go to dan allen how's it going tonight dan good to hear from you hey guys uh good night for flyers hockey huh sure yeah it's very uh very special night for us yeah i've got to say uh kelly i love your uh your irrational positivity because i and i too am an irrationally positive person so irrational uh, arguable (laughs) maybe (laughs) well maybe not well, maybe I'll give you more credit than that. <laughs> but this uh, this team, we don't expect much going into it. And it's great to see them win a game. You know, there's few things in this world I like more than watching the Flyers win hockey games. It's it, I forgot what it, you know, coming in, like I, I said so many times, I hope they go 0-82-0. And ultimately, yes, it will be best if they lose as many games as humanly possible this year. Although I don't know if it's going to – you'd have to shoot on your own net every game, maybe to lose as many as Chicago and Arizona are going to lose. They're goddamn disgraces. But it's just nice to win sometimes. It is. It is. Uh, And to see, you know, the Flyers, I don't know what their average age is, but they just feel like or seem like to me to be a young team again, which is nice, you know. They're fresh. They're down the younger I saw saw a chart the other day. And they were definitely in the first quarter of that chart. So they're a young team. Yeah, and there's guys who were not used to seeing play well. And, you know, obviously it's one game, but, you know, a really good game from Morgan Frost. You know, he got beaten off the boards early in, in the game into that one penalty. But other than that, he was really good. Um, Lazinski looked good. Uh, uh, <laughs> Allison tripping over himself in the celebration. That, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Carter Hart, of course. You know, he, uh, you know, the, the first goal of the game was bad, but, you know, he hasn't. He didn't play any preseason. He didn't really – yeah, he really hasn't played at all since, like, the end of last season. I was very nervous yeah. after that first goal, I have to tell you. Oh, yeah. No, I was like, oh, is this going to be – is this going to be what it is, like three leaky goals tonight? But, no, after that one, he really tightened up. I thought he could have played the second goal a little better. He was down if he had just stood up. But there was a ton of traffic, and it was an absolute snipe. I'm not going to put that all on him. Um, uh, he was, he was for the most part, awesome. Tons of – uh, you know, big saves on dangerous scoring chances uh, kept them kept them in the game when when they did get hemmed in. He did his job and then some tonight. Yeah, I, I did want to analyze that second goal a little bit because I haven't been a goalie all my life. <laughs> I kind of enjoy doing that. Um, but it was the game. You remember you you have to know you know the thing about Carter Hart is as we all know he's not super he's not super huge. Yeah, have he's not the most athletic guy. What Carter Hart is is uh, mechanics. You know, and uh, a modern goal. T- clearly, on that play, he he lost sight of the puck. The puck bounced around in that in that uh, center traffic a little bit, and he had no clue where it was. He was still looking at the blue line when what was it Sharangovich? I think. Had, yeah, had, and had him it. being one of the smaller goalies, like all goalies are like six six now. He probably had to go down to try to look for everything, and then they just go high on him. Well, plus that's what what every goalie does. If they don't know where the puck is, they're going to butterfly. take away the bottom of the net. Yeah. Exactly. So, you know, that – plus, it was a really good, really good shot. Just oh, yeah, he, he dropped that into, like, you know, the target in the All-Star game. He, he sniped that. 
yeah, but uh, but Hart was really was really good after that first goal, which is which is nice because uh, you know last year, two years ago, of course, he was horrible, and uh, last year he was pretty good, although his numbers uh, at the end of the season didn't look like it. But uh, a good start for him, and plus, you know, Mackenzie Blackwood is terrible, so it's funny. it's funny watching him compared to, to that's that, that made me feel it, very like happy the Devils that he was so bad. I live for him being bad because Devils yeah. fans talk so much shit about him two years ago. Oh. It's going to be really funny when their season gets sunk by goaltending again. Yeah, I, I have no reason to believe the Devils as a team are any good until they show it on the ice, but we know yeah. for sure that he stinks, which is, yeah. <laughs> I, I love it, um, especially having the Devils have bad goaltending is nice. Now, we just need the Rangers to have bad goaltending. No, they they right deserve now. it. They deserve a lifetime of bad goaltending after the way they won fucking cups and ruined the game in the process. War criminals, a lot of them. Yep, I I want to say things that I about them that I'm not going to say because I'm not <laughs> mad at me. Uh, but anyway, thanks for uh, for taking my call, guys. Uh, I'll look forward to talking to you after uh, most of the games this year. You got it, Dan. Thanks a lot. And yeah, it's oh, I, I I hate to drop this on uh, Stephen Kelly now, but I said it earlier. I don't know if you guys are in here. Uh, I'm not going to be available Saturday. Now I'm not going to miss every post game if the if if this Phillies run goes on forever. But Saturday, uh, I've been working real hard the last two weeks. I'm getting shit-faced drunk and watching baseball. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Christmas I'm, back. Let's see if we can get a I'm Ryan up here. I'm watching that game, Bill. I'm, I'm with you watching that game getting shit-faced drunk. What's going on, Ryan? What's up, fellas? How are you? you there me? you go. How's it going tonight? Yeah, I got you. That's uh, good. Uh, the only uh, – here's the thing. I requested to uh, speak – I don't know, two hours ago. The problem <laughs> yes. with that is that is that uh all of my points have ever been uh spoken about. Except for one. Do you think that Travis Sandheim had a fifty million dollar game today? No, I thought he stunk tonight, honestly. Yeah, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> it sucks. It's but I I understand signing him to an extension and I think he's a pretty good second pair defenseman. But, like, I don't know. I, that seems like a pretty big cap hit, a pretty good chunk of money for not the most productive player. I was um, I was actually banking on him getting us, like, a first and a second yeah. uh, at the deadline. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Charlie about this because um, the cap hit matches exactly what Ryan Ellis's cap hit is. And I'm going to ask – does this say more about Ellis is just never coming back or what they think of Cam York? Because for a while now, we've been looking at this upcoming expiring contract with Sanheim and thinking, well, if Cam York can slide into that spot, um, well, he's not going to slide into that spot because Travis Sanheim is going to be here for the next nine years. <laughs> so <laughs> I think it Yo, might Cam- say a little more about Cam York than actually Travis Sanheim. Well, Cam York had an overtime goal in Lehigh like two days ago. I saw, yeah, he ended up, I think he got the assist and Zach McEwen tipped yeah. it in. Yeah, so everybody that you've aggravated in Flyers culture has has points now. You know, if, so. if I'm the catalyst, then good. I would love for them to all shove it up my ass. No, 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 not you particularly, like oh. Chuck Fletcher. Like everybody <laughs> they've sent down or waved, they're like, oh, we'll fucking show you. <laughs> um, yeah, it, He's eventually going to be an NHL player. I just haven't seen anything that tells me he's anything special. 
No, I, I completely agree with you. I thought it was a good win tonight. I thought it was uh, – I, I had my 14-year-old son next to me, and he's like, what do you think? He's like, they don't look like they did last year. And he's a hockey player. Like, he's been playing hockey since he was six years old. He's like, this is a different team. So if he can see that, then, you know. Yeah, that's – like, I, halfway through the game, like, I'm sitting there thinking about the points I'm going to make tonight – and it's, uh, you know, they win, so we're going to, oh, the culture has changed, Tortorella, all the stuff he was talking about, they're doing. And sometimes that's just an overreaction. Sometimes it's bullshit. We're seeing what we want to see. But they were a different team tonight. Now, maybe it, maybe it lasts one game. Maybe they come out and look like the last year Flyers against Vancouver on Saturday, and we're sure. all pissed. But tonight, yep. they definitely looked like all the things we're asking of them, they're doing. Yeah. But that there's there's little things like little things like right along the blue line, like that extra like uh, uh, half step to tip something back to the to the uh, defenseman at the blue yeah, line. Yeah, rather than uh, there was a you play I, mean? I think in the yeah in the second period I think there was like a puck that they could have just given up possession for, dump it in, but they actually regained possession and then regained the zone. It was like something small that they never do that I I absolutely noticed. Yep. Yep, that's it. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. And then even like, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but like Nick Delorier was on the ice for like almost three minutes and <laughs> no one scored a goal. Truly you know impressive. I mean? Truly impressive. <laughs> like he hit like four guys and I think he had like a tip and he was still on the ice. Like yeah. everybody else was mad at him, but uh, – <laughs> No, so I mean, dude, this team is going to be bottom bottom third of the league straight up. But the fact that the fact that they're like trying <laughs> uh, means means quite a bit. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it's it nice to see. It's nice to see. It's nice to see like Kevin Hayes getting out there doing something. The kids out there doing their thing. Like it's a, uh, uh, it's it's refreshing. It certainly is. Uh, thanks a lot, Ryan. Thanks for hanging in tonight. Um, yeah, it's, we're not asking for a lot. We're asking for effort, you know, just don't embarrass us as Flyers fans. If I'm here pissed off on night one, like, where do we go from there? Am I going to be pissed for the next six months? Cause that sounds miserable. Give me that's a day. Bad. They, they gave me a day at least. Uh, they gave you ju- one day. Yeah, just try to, baby. Let's go to Justin B. What's going on, Justin B. Okay. I'm back. Sorry. Everybody's been talking about you know, the show, and I didn't want to ruin it for you, Bill, but I think it's, I think we're past that point. Uh, my favorite part was Torts with Owen Tippett on the bench. When he, that was, oh, you I, saw that? I saw a clip of that on social media, and that was awesome. That was he's great. It really like, was great. He's like, I have no idea what you are. Get out there and show me what you are. And I thought that was just, that was just well, amazing. When he got that boarding penalty tonight, that's all I could think was like, okay, I'm going to go run through a wall. Ah, shit, I almost paralyzed somebody. Like, that's like that's the that kind of stuff's going to happen, especially early in the season when everyone's trying to make an impression. I didn't think it was like the dirtiest play in the world, just kind of one of those things that happens sometimes. But, yeah, I absolutely loved him telling. Like, he's just straight up with the players. Show me who the hell you are because you've been in this league a little while now and nobody nobody really knows what his role is. Yeah, but I just wanted to chime in with that because everybody kind of else was saying their favorite part. All right, all good, Justin. 
thanks a lot. Let's get to the last caller. It is Jeff Wolber. What's going on tonight, Jeff? Hey, what's up, Bill? You hear me okay? I got you, yep. All right, I'll keep this quick. You know, we're like an hour and a half into this. You guys are great for doing this. Hope everybody had a wonderful summer. Um, I join with the Kelly camp, and I'm going to allow myself to have some hope for this team. Hockey is a very weird sport. Really strange things happen. Like, look at what the Rangers did last season. I know they have some high-end talent, obviously, but they had a very young team, and they ended up having a fairly deep run. You know, it's just a very strange sport. And so I don't think that we actually are going to do a lot this season, but I'm not going to rule it out. And I have to say, looking at them tonight, you can see that the work that they put in over the summer is showing. So they they put in work. So, like, the least we could do as fans is to not just shit on them for, like, constantly the whole season. Yeah. yeah no, you know, I'm just going to, like, yeah, let's root for them. Yeah. That's all but, I have to say. All right. Thanks. Uh, were you going to say something, Kelly? I was on like everybody no. else. Sorry. Um, yeah, he's, I mean, he's absolutely right. Like if you're going to spend your time watching these games, why not root for them to do well? Especially like the individual players. Cause we're right. going to need some of them, you know, in two, three years. And I know two, three years away, et cetera. But like, some of these guys are still going to be here when we're hoping they're a good team again. Yeah, and there's and, good so, players on the roster. I know we want to, yeah, you know, no. say they're all pieces of shit and everything, but there are definitely good players on the roster. Yeah, they lack high-end talent, but we call so many of them, like, decent middle sixers. Well, you need those, too. You know, Tampa has the high-end talent, but you look at them and go, oh, they win cups because their third line's better and everyone else's third line because it's like – a 1.5 or second line, you know, you win those matchups too. Cause your first line against another first line, hopefully they cancel each other out. And then it comes down to your depth. They're going to need some of these guys. And that's what the season's all about. And to, uh, to the last caller's point, if they're going to do what we asked them to do, cause we have a low bar. We said, just show us something. Don't embarrass us. Work hard. Do everything Tortorella is talking about. If they do that and we still shit on them, then we're not fans. We're just assholes. Yeah, and here's the thing. I mean, we might be assholes. Well, you're an asshole. I'm not an asshole. I'm an asshole. I'll admit it. Um, here's the thing. Us cheering for – I mean, I know that we, we like to tell ourselves that being in the building and cheering and all that stuff makes a difference, and it does a little bit. But at the end of the day, us cheering for this team and hoping that they win isn't really going to affect the outcome on the ice. So the kind of the craziest thing about this year is that we can root for them to win and be happy when they do, because that's fun. And that's what we're here for. But also if we root for them to win and they lose, it's like, eh, all right, well, one step closer to what it's we like, all want to do anyway. So it, yeah. it, like, just enjoy yourself. It's like Steve and I said with betting against them with the emotional hedge. Like, right. if they win, cool. If they lose, cool. cool. You know, yeah, <laughs> either they win track. or they're a step. Yeah, the, either they win or they're a step closer to getting high end talent. Like, it's these are the exactly. options. These are the right. options, and you'll probably come out financially ahead. 
Yeah. All right, guys, uh, we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to be on the air for the uh, WIP Overnight Show in about, what, two and a half hours. So make sure you tune into that. If you haven't had enough Bill Matz after this uh, extended postgame tonight, after the Flyers 5-2 win in their opener against the Devils, uh, I will be on the air. And Charlie O'Connor will be a guest in the first hour at around 2.20 a.m. So uh, see what he has to say after his first regular season game and press conference covering new head coach John Tortorella. All right, I want to thank everyone who listened and hung out tonight, everyone who uh, spoke. It was great to hear from all of you again, and it's fun to be back. I'm glad we're back, and I'm glad we can at least enjoy one night. Uh, Thanks to Steve. Thanks to Kelly. Thanks to Steph for stopping in, making this a fun opening post-game for this season, and that about wraps it up for me. So once again, thank you. Uh, If you haven't already, you know, hit that subscribe button. you got to search Broad Street Hockey wherever there are podcasts, and boom, content like these post games, Kelly's pregames, the checking out the competition, Steve's Flyperbole show, which I hear is hilarious, uh, and, the okay. flag- <laughs> and the flagship BSH Radio, all that and more on our podcast feed. So make sure you subscribe to that. Don't miss any of the Flyers' coverage throughout this season. And while you're there, give us a five-star review, you know, leave some nice words, all that shit. It's the least you can do. All this is free. All right, that wraps it up for me. My name is Bill Matz. Till next time, have a great week, everybody.